Hey everybody, it's your old pal Mitch Halleck, producer of Connecticut's Terrific Comic Con and CT Gamer Con, both happening at Mohegan Sun. And I just want to let you know, if you're not following us on the almighty social network, you're missing out on a bunch of stuff. So you can follow me on Twitter at It's Terrific Con. That's I-T-S-T-E-R-R-I-F-I-C-O-N. It's Terrific Con. And if you're into gaming, make sure you check us out on Twitter at CT Gamer Con. That's C-T-G-A-M-E-R-C-O-N. And as always, you can look for us on Facebook at Terrificon and CT GamerCon, and we're even on Instagram. So do me a favor and follow me there. Plus, check out my brand new show on YouTube, Mitch and Ed's Excellent Adventure, where we go every two weeks and look back at the things you love, TV, movies, toys, and more. That's Mitch and Ed's Excellent Adventure. Now sit back and get ready for another episode of the Power Cosmic Podcast. Thanks. You're listening to Terrific Con presents the Power Cosmic Podcast, the only podcast dedicated to everything you love. That's comic books, TV, movies, collectibles, and more. Brought to you by Mitchell A.S. Halleck, the producer of Terrific Con, the world's greatest comic con every summer at the Mohegan Sun in Uncasville, Connecticut. Join Mitch and his special guest, Jerry Ordway, and his pals all across the comic fandom as they talk about the things you love. Now, sit back, get ready, and listen to today's episode of the Power Cosmic Podcast. Hey everybody, we're live. Hey everybody, hey everybody we're live. Man Jack. How's it going out there? <laughs> I'm I'm here live <laughs> with Jerry Ordway coming at you in Fairfield, Connecticut. Yeah, I like that COVID. I, yeah. You like that? No. What would the Wolfman say? Well, Wolfman Jack would be playing something from 1977. <laughs> <laughs> What's I liked kid? Wolfman Jack. He was on the radio when I was a kid. It was like. Uh, uh, well, he did the Syndicate. Midnight Special. Midnight Special, that's right. Yeah, yeah. No, that's well, Don, Don Kirshner. Was it? Right. I can't do it right now. It was Don, Don Kirshner's Midnight but Special. That, yeah, but the way I'm doing yeah. it, it sounds like he's from Long Island and has a furniture store. <laughs> Come on down this weekend. I got oh, my, got like oh a, he got a voice throw. Right, he sounds like a guy. <laughs> I smoke too many cigarettes. Thank <laughs> you very much. <laughs> that's not a Wolfman Jack. I got to get more horse. That's more of a throat cancer. That's Jack Klugman towards the end. I really like it. Thank you. I like to thank the Yankee organization. <laughs> that was that was Babe Ruth before he kicked. <laughs> really liked it. They didn't tell poor Babe Ruth that he had throat cancer. Did you know that? Well, they didn't you'll be okay, Babe. That, You're yeah. gonna get better. Okay. Well, he probably. I mean, he wasn't playing baseball. At no, the time, he was. No, but they just wanted to. I mean, I think they had a different. Uh, you know what's weird? I'm gonna you, tell you that. This, in, that if, if you were had what? an incurable thing, what I do. If you, <laughs> Would they want you? Would I'm you want nerd. to know it? Yes. I mean, in a way, I mean, you'd like to be able to tie up your affairs, but it, no. there's all, another aspect of, hey, it would be great to just go until you don't go. I mean, I was thinking, yeah. there's a comic artist. Yes. It was, uh, it was, um, that was George Evans. Terminally ill? George Evans was an EC Comics artist. Yeah. He, he did, yeah. like, great airplane stuff was his thing. He did work for Warren Comic, Warren Magazines yeah. and stuff. Yeah, yeah. 
he was an older dude. Yes. Was, I think he might have been close to 80 or 80 or something. Right. And what I remember reading, it's like he, he was like active and then he just was dead. Well, that's he what went, happens most of His time. wife took him into a, like the emergency room because he was having trouble breathing or whatever it was. And yeah. they said, oh, you got terminal cancer. Oh. So he died like a couple weeks afterwards. And oh, I, okay. I often think about that. I think, well... There's Maybe if you didn't that. tell him. Oh no! If you, there, you know if I mean? someone said you're he terminal, he lived his life right up until two you, weeks. Before. You lost the will to live. Yeah, it's like Padme in Star Wars. But I mean, there she is died something. With a broken heart. I think if, depending on the person, and bad so, screenwriting. You know, you you worry about would you be like a warrior and you'd sit there going, wait, is there hope I'm going to live? <laughs> you know? No, 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 no. I understand, but you know what? I would have my mother would tell me stories of like relatives or something like, oh, so and so was in the hospital. And her mother or brother or son died, but they didn't tell her. Right. And then she eventually died anyway. I go, well, why didn't you tell her? Because they go, well, she's already sick and she has enough, you know, anguish. Right. But you then don't it's, want a surprise, it's a surprise in the afternoon. Well, I was going to say, what are you doing here? That's what I used to think as a kid. Like, oh, my God, Aunt Cheryl's here. Why but are, I thought you were fine. Why are you wearing that weird outfit? <laughs> as we're back here live, live at Colony Grill in Fairfield, Connecticut. With pizza, the, pizza, pizza, pizza. <laughs> Come down this Sunday <laughs> and get in the bog. The bog. Just, you should also it. say there's no, nobody else in here. There's nobody here but us right now. And the right, the waitress. And the waitress, Sarah, the singing waitress. And a lot of St. Patrick's Day. Last time we were here, it was decorated for Christmas. We only come on major drinking event <laughs> holidays. So we'll be back here on Arbor Day right. when you'll be drinking your nutmeg. You can have the uh, pine nut pizza. Or exactly. Something. Yeah. <laughs> Here's a here the dog that bit you and some moss with it. Um, I don't know. I so know it's all quiet. I'm going to be on, on Planet Money, I think, Friday. Jerry's so. got an appearance on Planet Money on NPRpodcast.org. Yes. But you can download that, I suppose. Yeah, I think so. And what will you well, be you talking about? To it. Well, we're, the funny thing is, what I recall, we talked, again, it's like the type of thing we talk for an hour, and then yes. they, they're going to take snippets. About three seconds. Because it's a 25-minute, maybe less, show. Yeah. yeah. So um, what we talked about was obscure old characters. Yes. And they they found one that was public domain that they okay. want to use, and their whole their whole thing is they're I think they're trying they're doing like a multi part series of podcasts chronicling what to do to find some uh, you know like public domain IP yeah. or character yeah. that they can make money off of or they can build into something yeah. because you know you're looking at Marvel DC. Starting to do more obscure characters and launching movies or TV shows with them. Okay. So uh, they went through it and they so they found like a really obscure one that I even had never heard of. Who was it? Microface. So, anyways, they that was what we. That's what that was the name of the parking garage over at Michael Warehouse. I'm like, wait, (laughs) they did a thing about a parking garage. I mean, it's just Microface. So the episode before mine, the one that's running currently, I guess that came out last week. Yes. The week before, they had Gene Luen Yang. I don't know the guy who write who was writing Superman, but he also wrote. Oh, okay. Superman fights the Nazi or fights the uh, KKK. KKK. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Very talented guy, and he was talking about reviving. The green turtle, a character from the forties, he did this. Yeah. He, so he's like, he blazed the trail for them. Yes. He took a character that was in the public domain and he made some new material with it. With the green turtle. Yeah. Yeah. Because it was the first Asian character. Oh, okay. Yeah. I thought it was like something to do with teenage. No, Ninja and it, as a kid, he he felt like you know, 
there was never any Asian characters for him. No, there was Cato from the Green Hornet. Right, but was, you know, well, even at probably his age, Cato was probably was long gone. He's, he's got to be a younger guy than oh, me. So maybe Judo 40, Master, maybe from forty Chong or Carbis. thirty or forty. Yeah, so Chi. And the, but again, the point is, when you're a kid growing up, I do think representation means right, a lot because you know if you're a, a black kid, you want to maybe find you. A you hero could, that looks like you. Right, you got Black Panther, but maybe you also like Batman or you like yeah. the Thing or somebody who doesn't appear. That's why Spider Man was always great because he wore a mask. He, yeah. could, he could be anybody. So, but I think that's that's kind of cool. So, anyways, they found Microface. Okay. And uh, are you saying face like F A C E? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I thought you meant face like P H A S. No, and he was this character with a. He had like a little triangular voice box. He had goggles and he had some kind of super hearing. So it was like a. A mask with the powers. What was the book? Oh, it Fawcett or yeah, it was a company I, don't even, I never heard of. Oh, okay. But it, you know, the there was a lot if of. If you comic type in a yeah. internet search, you'd Microface. find one page full yeah. of visuals. Oh, so it wasn't a lot on there. It just kind of was funny. it a detective story or superhero? He was a standard superhero. Really? Yeah, he was. He had the ability to like project sound. Yeah. So he could like ventriloquist. He could almost do the ventriloquist thing, yeah. but he could also send out like high pitched noises. Like a dog because it's a microphone. Yeah. And he could see with these goggles. He could see like infrared kind yeah. of thing. He could see and viruses. He, could, he had super hearing. Right. So I mean, it was he certainly it sounds like the Bionic Man. But he was better. Well, no, he was a mask. It was. Oh, the mask did all the work. So so he was better equipped than Batman at the time. But he was Asian underneath. No, not that. You're right. We're mixing them up. Oh, I thought you said this was something. No, the green turtle. Oh, 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 I'm sorry. Yeah, I I lost track there. Mitch fell fell asleep for a minute. No, for a minute. I was like, how's this fitting in? No. But, anyways. Yes. So, So anyway, that's the. So, so you're. And I did a cover for You did a cover with this microface character. Yeah. In an attempt to update it so that they can try to relaunch it and maybe. Where will people see this since it's on the radio? I think they're going to do through NPR. My feeling is they're going to publish. Well, I know they're going to publish a comic. NPR is. Yeah. And where would one get an NPR? Well, NPR has got a big website. Oh. So I'm sure they're. Well, my feeling comes, is here comes Sarah. There's right going now. to be a tote you know, bag probably. Jerry, every year of NPR. <laughs> yes, of course. Jerry's doing a comic book for NPR. Well, I did a cover. A for cover. A character for a podcast called Planet Money. But I said it's on the radio, oh, so which apparently one has kid. like a million subscribers. Or Maybe something. they have a newsletter. Is that what this is? No, so it's going to be an actual product they're going to sell. I know, but would I be able to walk across the street to the newsstand over? I don't the know. I don't know. That wasn't Barnes and Noble, but they're going to. NPR is a big enough company. Yeah. They could, as well, I said, listen. you you know, you donate to NPR. Maybe you get a T-shirt or a maybe they tote send bag you this comic. Or a comic. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's wow. cool. So, what did you draw for them? Are you allowed to tell us? No, he could tell. Yeah, it's, a, it's a, a character that was from the 1940s that mm-hmm. was totally obscure that they're going to try to update. Because that's the point, the point of this podcast, apparently, is they, they're doing a whole series based on trying to take something really obscure and making it a, a successful money-making franchise. Ah. So taking something that is forgotten forgotten, yeah. and reviving it. Because their, their point was Marvel Comics, DC Comics, or the movie companies are taking less of the, the lesser known characters and making movies about them. Right. right. And they're making, you know, like Captain Marvel. Guardians make, of the Galaxy. Right. These, yeah. are, these weren't like bomb. even big comic properties. No. So they're, you know, that's their Ant-Man. whole. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. it's an interesting 
I mean, it's an interesting. I don't have any financial stake in. It no, but we'll see. It's an covers. experiment. We'll yeah. see if it works. Yeah. But it's kind of fun. And you're going to be a part of it. That's and Jerry's yeah. drawing the card. I'm on the podcast tomorrow or whatever, or Friday. Yeah, 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 it's March Friday. Yeah. Can you listen to NPR online? First? Yeah, they have yeah. NPR.org. You, you go the, to the website. Right, you can yeah. just look up Planet Money and hear it. And I will listen yeah. to Jerry. What time, do you know what time it's on? I don't know when it, like whenever syndicated? they put them up. I don't know. So what's the show called it's again? Planet Money. Planet Money. Yeah. The, one that, the one that's on now, at the very end, they tease and there's that no That you're voice. coming on? Yeah. <gasps> just got hey, kids, Jerry Ordway's going to be on. Not the Jerry Ordway from Superman. No, the other one. The other guy brother yeah <laughs> the one who's the a g g jury criminal yeah. Yeah. yeah here's a story that you'll appreciate i'm yes. also talking to my mother 83 years old and we were talking about a person that we both knew and she said oh well he uh he was on dateline i go oh my god really why was he on dateline yeah. she goes well he was trying to get girls i go oh god <laughs> what to murder them and my mother goes what i go why that? would why would why was he on Dateline? Yeah. She goes, I just told you he was trying to get girls. I go, well, like little girls? Is it like some kind of pedophile? Is it that, guy, of, that uh, guy that shows up with the white hair that lives around here? Oh, uh, What's his name? But, uh, or Chris does? Hansen. Chris Hansen. Yeah. And she goes, who's Chris Hansen? I go, the guy on Dateline. She goes, what does that have to do with this guy? I go, I don't know. You just told me he was on Dateline. Well, she well, goes, takes out guys who look for girls. Well, she said, <laughs> I, I, my mother goes, what are you talking about? I go, no, what are you talking about? And I go, you said Mr. X was on Dateline. She goes, yes. Why? To meet girls. Yes. And I said, to kill them? First base. No. And she goes, why would he kill them? I go, why else would he be on Dateline? And she goes, well, what do you call it nowadays when people go to meet people? I go, Wait a minute. That's really funny. I go, do you mean online dating? She goes, what did I say? I said, you said Dateline. She goes, what's the difference? I go, Dateline one is on them, TV where they have murderers predators. and pedophiles. Yes. And the other one is like swipe left, swipe right. Although it could but be said both, that the other one's but, about catching predators. But they're both looking for girls. But she had no idea. And this went on for a couple of minutes. My wife is in the next room. Listening, laughing her ass off. Laughing her ass off. And because she hears me on the phone, I'm mom. <laughs> Dateline and online dating are not the same things. So. And do not put them together. Do not put them together. Unless, of course, the right. guy was There's using the online dating right? to meet the girls, maybe. to kill them, and then yeah. bury them yes. in, in the basement. There is oh. a little overlap. So anyway, that's what it's like to talk to my old... <laughs> I love that. Mother. That's so wholesome, and yet... Like, so wholesome. Yes. Yeah. But you know what? I kind of like that. That's called... Like, how she... I wish Dateline wasn't... Yeah, I said it should be like a TV, like well, dating game. Speaking of, a TV speaking show. of uh, swipe left and right, you know who taught me that? You were there too. It was Sean Gunn, Sean Gunn of Guardians of the Galaxy and yeah. Gilmore Girls fame. When we were stuck at some bad oh, convention, oh, right, right, right. upstate Massachusetts at a Elks oh, right, Lodge, right. and Sean Gunn was one of the guests. I was sitting at the table, and some woman walked by, and Sean goes, "What do you think?" I go, "What do you mean?" He goes. Swipe left or swipe right. And this is, of course, before Sean Gunn got married. Right. And I'd hate to say it because he's right. perfectly married. Right, right. Yes, yes. This is when he was single. Yes. And I go, what are you talking about? He goes, you don't know what this is? I go, I don't know what you're meaning. How do I know <laughs> which way she wipes in the bathroom? He goes, no, I said swipe. He go, I go, what? He goes, how long have you been married? I said, about 25 years. He goes, okay, you don't understand how things work nowadays. You get a picture of a person. And then you you decide if you want to meet them, you go to the right or to the left if you don't want to meet them. I go, yep. oh, so you can go on a date with them. He goes, 
<laughs> yeah, something like that. I go. It's a pre-date. It's a pre-date <laughs> thing, and I'm like, oh, really? So somebody walked by, and I go, I did not know that. So I yelled out, "Would you swipe left or right on that oh, one?" No. And everyone turned to look, and he just said, "I can't believe you just did that." And I go, "Well, I can't believe you're just, you know, inhumanely." Judging people with your index well, finger. When you got married, your wife hit you with a club and dragged you. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You from the left or from the right? Uh, <laughs> right down the middle. Right down the middle. So I did not know that. So that's how I learned all about that stuff. Smudge on your forehead. <laughs> oh, that was Ash Wednesday. That was last week. Did I tell you about Ash I was Wednesday? Just that this no, week. my mother went to get ashes last week, but she yeah, went yeah. to a drive-through. And she said, what did they have? She got, a, she no, got you, a Big Mac? No, no. She got it wasn't a restaurant. <laughs> they have drive through churches now. I, yeah. So she drove up, and I said, did the lady touch you? She said, no, oh, they, they used a, a paintbrush. Oh, yeah, yeah. They did. They yeah. used a paintbrush on it. And then the lady said, would you like some more ashes to take home? I go, you know, now here's the truth. Most, most Catholics will know this. When you were younger and you didn't go to Ash Wednesday... We used to have ashtrays in a car, which are not a thing anymore. Oh, because you didn't want to be shamed. By yeah, my dad gone. would smoke, so I would just literally open the ashtray well, and smear my going, finger and just. And it was a good way to avoid get going some to graphite the church. clay. Yeah. It was harder on expensive. Palm Sunday because you'd have Palm to find Sunday, a, you had to get the palm somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but I used to just put the ashes on my forehead and say I went to church. I can tell you a good. This good, is Lenten now. But I'm saying, Here's, wait, wait, go back. I want to say when I, okay, when I was ahead. a kid. Yes, I have a great Lent story. What happened? When I was a kid, my brother Joel, who's two years older than me, yes. now, you know, passed away. Passed away. But Joel had uh, his appendix burst. Oh, really? And he was in the hospital for like a month. Wow. Children's hospital. Wow. So my mom would close the tavern. We would take a bus downtown to, to the children's hospital to visit him. But I wasn't allowed to go in and visit, so I had to sit in the waiting room. Really? So here's the thing. Because I, it, it, he was in... How old was he? He was... I would have been like, I would say maybe nine. Okay, so. So he could have been 10, 11. 11. Yeah, right. that's weird. So they so leave you along the waiting room. I had to sit in the waiting area. Right. It was a children's hospital. Yeah. But it still had a lobby and it, you could walk outside. Yeah, you could read some highlights. Magazine. So here's the deal. Yeah. They had a big TV yeah. in there, right? A console TV. And they had, the day, one day it was a show. Yes. With no time for sergeants. Oh, I know that show. The TV that's where show. Sergeant Bill Not the started. movie, but the TV yeah. show. Like, well, no, the TV show was, um, I forget who replaced, because it was maybe Andy Griffith in the movie, and I think in the TV show, I want to say it was it no been, time for Sergeant, Sergeant Bilko? No, no. Oh, that was Whose Life, You Bet Your Life? No, it was Sergeant Bilko. It was the Bilko show or whatever. It was. I thought that was off of something else. No Time for Sergeants was with uh, Jim Neighbors. And yeah, is it John Aston or somebody like that? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Whatever it was, it was the Gomer remember, Pyle character. But I wasn't remember, it? no, that was that was Andy Griffith. Yeah, in the movie it was Andy Griffith and somebody. But they did okay, a TV that has show. nothing to do with this. Yes, yes. But it was like my favorite show okay. at the time, but and you I can't had to give it up for Lent. It. You had to give up a TV show for Lent. Well, that's what I chose because, like, in, in, the priest said yeah. you have to give up your favorite thing, right? Yeah, but so Jesus around didn't here, have a TV. But around here, people give up, you know. Chocolate filled donuts. Yeah, I would give up like chocolate. I my favorite thing was this TV show. Okay, so there obviously I am, you weren't a fat kid. There, no, there I am in the lobby right. of this thing, and the TV show comes on. Yes, and I walked up to the lady at I the. Said, I can't watch this because I Lent. said I gave the show up for Lent. I can't watch it, and she yeah. said, "I'm sorry, other people like it." Yeah, so why don't you convert? There were no other people in this place, right? Yeah. She just wouldn't change the channel, oh, so well. I went outside. 
Yes. Now I'm a little kid, right? And this is so like... So you're wandering the streets of Milwaukee. Dark. Yeah. It's nighttime, after yeah. 8 o'clock. Kid died for his sins. I went outside, and I'm like, okay, I'll walk around the block. Mm-hmm. Well, my mom comes back from visiting my brother. Well, no, hospital totally areas. Totally panics. Oh, yeah, hospitals are sketchy. I'm missing. Notoriously, right? yes. And so she, she probably lost a couple of years from the fright or whatever. yeah. yeah. But it was the amount of time it took me to walk around, around the, the block, hospital. Yeah, you know, yeah. at whatever nine years old. Yes, but that was my Lynch story. So See. gave up the show, and this woman at the desk wouldn't turn change well, the channel. Well, here's the more ironic thing: Were you confirmed yet? No, you didn't have to give up stuff for Lynch. I found we out. We did. No, my mother just two weeks ago or a week ago. She tells me. Yeah, I didn't get confirmation I didn't until know. I was in thirteen high school. Yeah, yeah, that's when you got thirteen, fourteen. So anyway, I'm talking to her. I said, "Would you give up for Lynch?" She goes, I don't have to give everything for Lent. I go, why? She goes, because I'm 83. I go, what the hell does that mean? She goes, when you reach a certain I'm on age. Line. What do you want? No, when you reach a certain age, the church set a disposition That's too that you don't have to do, give up things for Lent. I go, bullshit. She goes, no, it's real. So my sister, Debbie, chimes in. She goes, yeah, you got to be 70. I go, wait, there's an age limit now to That's this? Too funny. And then somebody wrote to me, it's not even 70. It's 60. And if you're not confirmed yet, so that means if you're under 13, yeah. you don't have to give everything for Lent. When did they change all these rules? Because well, I thought have you to, always had to give up something for 40 days. When I was a kid, days. you had to eat fish on Friday. Correct. Or you couldn't eat meat, basically. That's, right. So, and we, here we talked about not talking about religion, but I think this is funny. So. But no, but I still give up the meat on Fridays. And Spencer came home the other day and goes, oh, I'm going to have a steak. I go, what are you, crazy? It's a Friday during Lent. He goes, who believes in that stuff? I go... You're looking at him. So anyway, <laughs> well, here, that's actually focus. funny because I, even as a nine-year-old, I would clearly I was lying. We had fish if sticks. not to myself. I, yeah. I should have given up comics because that was really would my you, favorite thing. Where would but you I be wasn't today? Give up comics. You could be working on. I would have uh, had. To, I would have missed Griffin. like what two issues of all of my favorite Marvel show series. Yeah, I wouldn't. Do not that. those DC books. I didn't buy wow. DC. Nobody bought DC. The first DC I bought of my own volition. Yes. After the Batman TV show, I I actually bought Detective Comics with the checkerboard. Yeah, during the Batman TV show. Go go checks. But then I was like, when I discovered Marvel, Marvel was my company. Yeah. First thing I broke ranks for was when my brother found Captain Action by Gil Kane and Wally Wood. No, the the comic. Yeah, I know, but it was based on the toy. Right, and I was a big fan of the toy, so I I I broke ranks, bought that. That didn't run for long. It ran like nine issues or something, but. That was a big thing. So that that, that kind of at least went, oh, DC There's does another do some thing? cool stuff. Yeah. But where were we going to go read? Hawkman? Well, that wasn't even published at that point. No, not even a Brave and Bold? <clears throat> no, well, it would be show up with Batman yeah. as a team up. Maybe it was in Justice League. But I didn't read any of those until when Kirby came over. Oh, for the new fourth world? For the world. new gods, the fourth yeah. world stuff. I was there. Yeah. And that really broke the ice for me as far as reading DCs. And then it went from that to like, oh, look, there's these Neil Adams and Denny O'Neill yeah, Batmans that I missed, yeah. or Green Lantern, Green Arrow, which I then, you know, was a nut right. for. But uh, but it was really, and in, in this early 70s, it was like, I think it was a period of time when DC was trying to expand. Yeah. They had a bunch of stuff. Um, they did the, it wasn't until maybe mid or 74 or something. There was a point where... They were trying to be kind of different. Yeah. And I do appreciate that stuff now. Yeah. Like the... Like Jim Prez. A, Jim Aparo. No. no. Jim Aparo, uh, Brave and Bold was awesome stuff. Yeah, it, it was. still is yeah, great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The art's fantastic. Um, yeah. 
but that type of that type of book and all the Neil Adams stuff yeah. was cool. But yeah. there were other artists like you know appreciation for Dick Giordano, mainly because Dick Giordano inked the Think Thor over Buscema for yes, a period of time. And yeah. then, you know what I mean? It's just funny. So it was like they were indoctrinating me to go back and to follow DC books because these guys did Marvel work. Right, 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 right. Well, anyway, I don't know where we were. So we're off on Lent until Sarah shows up and we'll ask her about Lent. Do you watch the new Superman? Yes. Let's, let's focus. We're on yeah. DC Comics. And I told get, you, I was watching what? it grudgingly just to give it a shot. Well, I did I too like because I didn't like the way they had him on the previous yeah. uh Shows Arrow, I think it was, or Supergirl. Well, they were he the was crisis. okay. He They're was right. fun. Yeah. The guy that plays him is the actor's name. I can't think of. He was in Road to Perdition. Yeah, the kid. Yeah. I don't oh, remember. For his name. God's sakes, it's a German sounding last name. Yeah, I don't remember either. But anyways, I wasn't like thrilled with his casting based on Tyler Hawkland. Hawkland. Yes. Because I always think of like and Lois Amish Lane, country. I like, can't remember who, but she was on. Oh, uh, sure. Her name is. Uh, she was T- on Grimm. Tulak. Tulak. She was on Elizabeth Grimm. Elizabeth Tulak. She was on Grimm. I didn't watch that show. But anyway. Which was a good show. I do remember them being on the crossover, The Crisis. And I didn't think... He was good, but compared to Brendan Ralph, because Brendan Ralph was yeah. playing... I thought Ralph was a better Superman. Yeah. And I was like, oh, wow, I don't really like him. But when the show started the other day, you called me or texted me. You said, did you watch it? I go, no, I'm going to watch it later tonight. I swear to God, when I turned that thing on at 10 o'clock on the yeah. DVR... Dude, I sat through the whole thing. That was a great yeah, it was a nice, new uh, take on Superman. Because yeah. I was like, oh, he's going to have kids. Come on. But they're teenage boys. Yeah. Yeah. Which is like a whole world that yeah. I could accept because I already had two teenage boys. Right. It's like you're, and I could deal with that. You're basically you know? doing almost an update to Smallville, but with his Correct. kids. Yeah. But the odd thing is I told my wife because I said, hey, does that Lois Lane look like she's old enough to have two teenage kids? Because how old were those boys? About 15? I don't know why I think this stuff, but I checked the actresses. Yeah. She is 40 years old. Yeah. So technically, she could right. have got married right. at 25, had a kid with yeah. Clark Kent, and they're 15. Because yeah. everybody looks younger. You're like, dude, trust me, my gray hair well, came in when the, I had a kid. So right. I don't know. I was, well, they made the comment about, about Clark. Oh, never he looks ages. So young, yes, aging. Yes, yes, yeah, yes. Yeah, so. He does need a shave, though. That yeah. really bugged me. For the whole time, I'm yelling out. Will somebody please give Clark a razor? Where's the mirror? Wonder, but it makes me wonder if he's going to have to use the piece from the the, like, the ship. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. you know. Because did you see when the kid reached into the spaceship yeah. and he took out a little piece of it? I was like, is that what his dad uses yeah. to reflect off and burn yeah, the his uh, his beard right, off? He's going to go. Which yeah. one of you guys took my um, reflecting mirror? For no, but I'll give it as soon as it started. I was expecting those schlocky yeah. CW yeah, yeah. special effects. Yeah. They spent money on yeah, that because no, that opening sequence that. with the nuclear reactor, yeah, yeah. that was pretty well done. Yeah. I mean, it, it, for TV, it was believable. Well, and know? I had a flashback while I was watching that, and I didn't. I was immediately thinking of Marv Wolfman in my one of my first adventures of Superman stories, where yeah. he had Superman uses, you know, his heat vision yeah. to slice off the top of, of a, a mountain, mountain and, and, yeah, so he could put plug, it to uh, plug a volcano. volcano. Even, That's what like, I was thinking of too. Back in the eighties, I'm going. I don't know about the science I don't here. think that would this work because work. it would cause a buildup of pressure it and it explode. Me. So I'm watching no, I this thought and this, I'm thinking, oh, is he going to I didn't do even that? realize yeah, that yeah. was Marv Wolfman and you. I thought the same thing. As soon as I saw him going to the ice, I go, he's going to clog this gonna thing? going to happen, yeah, yeah. Hey, here's a question. <laughs> when we did Infinity Inc., yes. Roy Thomas it's a, it's a comic had all thing. of his characters yes. horoscopes done. Really? And it was like a brilliant idea. I don't Why? know. Because when you're writing a fictional character, yeah. think of the extra added information that you could get from, like, style of person, 
interest, all that stuff comes really? from, from that. Yeah, so he had like Jade Obsidian were twins, but uh, he had Hector Hall, who was, you yeah. know, actually became Sandman. But Sandman. Hector Hall was yeah. Silver Scarab, Fury. He had them all red, and he placed them as with, with dates of birth, too. Wow. And it was, I remember So he had the that, traits that are associated with that yeah, sign? Yeah, and it's, it was a brilliant way that to build. That is pretty clever. But yeah. to build a character because that you're building Roy something. Thomas, he's a genius when it comes to well, this Well, the stuff. problem was that, I mean, obviously, it's not something, it's like an actor building a character. He right. wouldn't necessarily have everything on screen. Method acting, yes. Right, but it would give him uh, information to yeah. react. When to, I was in plays, you would build a history yeah. of your character so you would know why he would do the things he yeah. did. Yes. But it is, a little bit of it is a stereotype because of stereotypes of even less signs. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's why I said, like... Val- it's a valid way. Yeah. I always thought it was an interesting thing to no, do. No, it is. I've never heard that and when before. I did, when, I, when I did the Convergence Infinity Inc., mm-hmm. I pulled out those, you know... Horoscopes? Yeah, yeah, that mm-hmm. he had done, had done. And it was... Well, interesting. Well, it's kind of interesting. Because it, it does play off how if a character is more carefree or one's a warrior mm-hmm. or whatever, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like a good thing to refer back to while you're writing... Right. I never did that, but I always thought it was a cool it idea. It was. It's pretty clever. Now back to the story already in progress. So Superman and Lois yes. premieres on the CW on yes. Tuesday. I watched it. You watched it. I said they included his two teenage yep. kids. And it was really cool because they, they wrote teenage stories that I could understand. Because one was diagnosed as socially and, yeah, social anxiety, anxiety, yeah. social anxiety right. which is a thing. Yeah. And then uh, he was on meds for it, too. He was on prescription medicine. Right. And then they made Lana Lang show up with her two kids. And she's, and she's also, married to a fireman, kind of a jerk. Yeah, and she's the banker. And she she's the banker the in bank, town. Right? Yeah, right. and then her daughter's got something going on, too, because she noticed that. It's so funny, the kids are named Joshua and Jonathan. Yeah. But in real life, the actor playing Jonathan's real name is Joshua. Oh, that's funny. I was like, couldn't you just switch the two kids? <laughs> so the two of them, let's get this straight. Uh, Jonathan Kent is the jock. He's the like the all natural and in the comics, hero. John Kent is the son in the Super and the, Sons. And the Super Sons, yeah, yeah. And then, but the Joshua character is a new character, yeah. And that was the more emo, yeah, anxiety ridden yeah. son. Well, I like better right away. I was like, I like well, that kid better. It makes so, you wonder yeah. though, in the way they did it, yes, is that clearly there's some. So no, we were talking about the, the kids. The kid who who has the social anxiety makes sense without doing yeah. any spoilers or whatever but it makes sense in a way that he was more attuned right. to things yes you know I like the idea of also I guess we can't really do spoilers because it's only been no, on it's let's been not a, do it's spoilers it's going to be on again but there's a, a nemesis that seems to know oh that was interesting stuff. yeah and don't we won't spoil that alright um, alright Jerry don't spoil it but anything. it was, it, was it, it, it moved well it did the, move the well the only thing it lacked what was Metropolis. it lacked humor it was fairly, uh, it was it fairly, was fairly serious. Yeah, it was. But you know what? But I you, was fine with that. No, but you don't want the goofball stuff right away because that's yeah. what I think. Honestly, with the Flash yeah. show, the reason why I don't really enjoy that show as much as I used to because the first two seasons it started off really yeah. well, and you had your um, what's the character's name? Those things. The, the one that came uh, Fa- Phase. What was his name? Oh, the one who was Vibe. Vibe. What's his, the character's name though? Right, Cisco. Cisco. Cisco Ramon. Yeah. So they started playing him more and more comedic, and then right. they brought in Ralph Dibney, the elongated man. Yeah, yeah. And the show really started getting this goofy yeah. 
feel to it. But then, I, didn't really have a, I didn't have a problem with that. But then it was hard to like balance it though. But like here's, here's I'm going to remember the whole Iris West yeah, thing. Yeah. I'm going to die this year, and this is when uh, someone's just going to kill the, me. Here's the comparison. Somebody yeah. had mentioned this too. That because somebody online said, "Oh, at last a family show," meaning it was a family. Of no, they've always been family shows. But Black Lightning is a family show. Too. Black Lightning's a, I, that's one is, of the better shows. Well, but on the, the thing is, the Black Lightning doesn't have a lot of humor either. No, it's pretty straightforward. Whereas, I mean, my, one of my favorites was Stargirl, first season yes, of Stargirl. Stargirl, Stargirl has kind of like a natural setup of humor, Yeah, but it comes out of the family situation. Yeah, Luke Wilson. And yeah. he's got the two kids. One, And, you know, and then you got the other side of it with Legends of Tomorrow, yeah. which is a total goofball, Crazy. wacky yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I like that, though, because I know what I'm I getting mean, into with when that I was show. When I was, not to dredge up old history, but when what? I was writing Superman, yeah. humor was a big part of what I did. Yes. And it was usually at the expense of Professor Hamilton or Bibbo. Oh, okay. So or you the had your who, comedic characters. So either, yeah. you would do what I used to think of as just natural humor. Just second people, bananas, yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, we're hanging out here, we're making jokes and stuff. And then Sarah not, shows up. But I'm saying, like, yeah. life has humor that right, comes naturally, right, right. not sitcom forced. No, 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 no. And the show better, I'll be honest with you, I listen to our show sometimes when we're dead serious. And I'm like, God, crack a joke. And then towards <laughs> the end of it, we start laughing. And, like, and then I go, oh, that's more fun of it. Right. But the first part, we're like, yes, it's very I mean, serious stuff now. But humor We're talking about comic books. Humor arises out of situations, which is always fun. Here are your nightcaps, Thank you. boys. Nightcap. Wait, over oh, I know. We're out of here, Granny. Uh, the, the, the blue plate special starts at 4 o'clock. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, we got to eat dinner yeah, Hurry four. up. Exactly. <laughs> we're going there. They give us free bread. Um, no, 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 no. It was... And you know what, though, at first I was like, oh, is Lois going to be like mean to Clark all day? Because Clark seemed to be the funniest character on the show, to be yeah. honest with you, because he's trying to talk to his kid, and he's like, right. his kid's playing a video game with Superman, he goes, Superman's right. lame, and yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah. that's funny. Ouch. Ouch. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I can relate to that, because yeah, exactly. when I was, all the time that my kids were growing up, yeah, you're always they be didn't like, think no. me being a comic guy or having cool. done this stuff was cool. The only time it became cool was if one of their friends went... Oh, your dad, dad did this is, or yeah, whatever. Exactly, yeah. Then it became like, oh, well. I, I said, I said, my son, when they went to Lucasfilm, we're at Lucasfilm. There they are making all the movies and stuff, and I and I tried to express to the boys, but granted, I think Spencer was How special. Twelve it was to be there. Yeah, Spencer right. was twelve. Owen was ten. Right. And it just like you said, they kind of take it for granted. They just assume well, that no everyone's dad to, right, gets right. to go to Lucasfilm it's and walk totally around. Totally understandable. And, they have no you know, reason to think it's special. Oh, my dad, you know. Right. George Lucas, they're friends with him. Right. And then the guys from, my friend Laird would work at Activision because he helped make Guitar yeah. Hero. Now he works at Oculus. He works for uh, Facebook. Right. But it's just Laird. Yeah, so yeah. to them, it's just a guy. But right. to other people, like, oh my God, that's Laird Melman. He's a big deal. And right, I'm like, right. really? But again, you just take it for granted. Everybody's you know. got their own little fiefdom I know. where they can rule. Because he would send them packages of video games from Activision. And they would get these like three right. or four hundred dollar things for free. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm when, like, guys, you don't understand. This is not typical. And, well, when my kids were little, we got stuff from DC, right? You know, or like Hank Canals. <clears throat> Hank Canals. I knew him years and years and years. Hank worked for uh, like in the maybe late nineties. He worked for, yeah. I think Turner Broadcasting Licensing. Mm-hmm. So we would get Turner stuff, Tom like and Jerry and all that. Yeah. Powerpuff Girls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. And it was just there. Yeah. But the, to the kids, you can't expect them to no, appreciate they're, they're it. No, appreciate it. Right. You That's know. exactly what it is. So anyway, going back to Superman and Lois, without spoiling it, 
So it started off well because they took a serious tone with it as opposed to Arrow. Arrow, they had, Arrow was too serious. They had Foswell. That I know they mentioned the name. I yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, was that you? Yeah, that was during our Superman run. Oh, then, you know. Foswell was... Uh, Can we mention how Clark and the Daily Planet are not there? Because that was right in the beginning. Yeah, but I mean, it he was... got laid off. And right. I was like, oh, that's pretty cool because... But that's also very much ripped from the headlines. Yeah, but I was going to say, now you invite... You created... All these newspapers are... Going away. And, yeah. and, you know, they, they get people working as stringers or what have yeah, you. They yeah, don't yeah, have to have yeah, employees. Yeah. Yeah. No, but it was cool because right away... The show is identifying with real life. He's oh, yeah. got kids, teenagers, that are moody. Getting ready is, for college. Getting ready for college. Yeah. And then you've got him losing his job. Yeah. And then, he, the, the, did you see all the foreclosures going on in Smallville oh, yeah, and all yeah. that? So it's like, hey, that's that's nowadays. You know what I mean? Yeah, it wasn't no, it this, was definitely It wasn't this idealized right. metropolis with the shiny towers. And, right. You know. Well, they, the idea of... You know, the other aspect they did in there was the idea of the reverse mortgage. Which yep, I heard that with that Tom Selleck like trying to buy your house. Right, and that's like a predatory thing. Even though yeah. it probably works for a couple people, it's still right. fairly predatory. It's like, hey, how many years you got to live? Exactly. We're going to reverse that. We're going to pay you money yeah. so that so you can... So you'll have something to yeah. do before you die, but then but when you're But you're not going to leave anything your for your kids. Your house is ours. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 No, that was a clever thing. The whole show had a good take yeah, on no, stuff. Yeah, it, it, it was well thought But you out. just got to hope that they're going to stick with it. Because I'm like, you know what? If they said this is only going to be a 12-episode season yeah. and they'll come back, I'm like, just do that then. Don't drag it out for right. 20 shows. Because I think that's what Flash's problem is. Yeah. They try to take that one villain but and they see, bring the, it out other all Other shows have done 20 episodes. Other shows have done 30 episodes in the old days that were still good. The problem always winds up being how interested as a viewer are right. you in the middle part. You know, like Smallville for the first bunch of seasons until the... The, the Freak of the Week, until the Meteor Until Miller stars. and Go yeah. left the, yeah. the show, the last good one was Supergirl. Yes. That oh, that was season. great, yeah. But they would do it, and again, at the time, their template was Buffy and yeah. Angel, right? Yeah. So you'd have the first five episodes, you would introduce the main bad guy, mm. but then you would meander away in the middle, and then he would become relevant for the last eight episodes. Yeah, 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 yeah. That formula does work, right? But you have to have interesting stuff happening in all those, along, right? Yeah. Netflix did thirteen episodes; those still could drag if yeah. they didn't, if yeah. the B story wasn't good. So it's still going to be about the writing, yeah. Um, but like with my big thing is, I'm curious how the second episode comes because the first episode is the one they the network buys, yeah, the big pilot, and then yeah. network sits down and probably gives them notes on here. Will we put more of this in. Can we put more of that in? Yeah. And a lot of shows don't survive the transition, but some shows improve. In other words, like there are shows where the first you go, what is this? And then it gets better second, third episode. I think, do people realize that Supergirl started on CBS? I think people forget that. Remember, that's when Ali, Calista uh, Flockhart was still right. on it? Well, we got more money for that. They had more money. Bigger budget. Yeah, 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 yeah. But then once they went to CW, she left the show and it became like, well, they, totally because show. they filmed it in Canada. And they moved to Canada yeah. from they Los filmed, Angeles. They started in yeah. Los Angeles. The thing I was thinking about, and it's hard not to compare, but I really was a Smallville fan. Of, right. I even watched it to the end. I watched I it to the like end, but the last after Lex Luthor left the show, it kind of went downhill. I just and then Lana left the show. It was mainly when these guys, yeah. the, the, the original guys, had left it. Yeah. It became the network cut the budget. I don't blame any of anybody, but it, it was definitely it, it lower have, budget. It, it seemed to go on a bit too long. It yeah. should have left after once Lana and Lex and I, left. I was like, and that show was. I never needed to see him in costume. No, it was but fine. Every, but there are certain fans that had like, the, oh, you got to show him. In no, costume. I was. If he I just went happy. off to. 
college or wherever it disappeared to. We're good. But anyways, what I was thinking about was how in uh, in this show, in the pilot, was 90, 90 minute pilot. Yeah. Was the fact that the special effects were really nice. Yes. And they could actually show super stuff. Yeah. Whereas Smallville being. Oh, they didn't have a big budget. It was 15 always, years ago. Yeah, very primitive. Whatever. Yeah. Even the budget that existed, they couldn't do flying. No, he would run fast. They couldn't do stuff. But how much, you know, technology has caught up to where you can do this. We and again when we did when we were at the pilot of Lois and Clark. Right. Even we were in the crowd scene when Superman lands to to get the key of the city. Yeah. From the mayor or whatever. It was all wired. Lex Luthor. We watched that scene. That they did twelve takes of that, and it was very. Technical, yeah, yeah. Because the crane could bring him in, and he, if he had a little bit of bounce, or if he didn't land yeah, yeah, right, yeah, yeah, it wasn't yeah, yeah. perfect. Yeah, it just kept having to do it over and over and over. So I mean, being past that point, right? That's all man hours. Yeah, you know, being able to put somebody in a special effect, even if he is still on a crane, the cranes yeah, have yeah, gotten yeah, better, yeah, yeah, the rigs yeah. have gotten better. Yeah. You know, so they they benefit from technology. No, it, it was enjoyable. The other thing I noticed: did you see the little Easter eggs in there? Did you see the Siskel's, uh, the Siegel and Schuster? Oh, and the Richard the, Donner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was a blackboard behind him yeah. when he walked into the house. It says, called Dr. Oh, Donner, and yeah, yeah. Siegel and Schuster called. Well, you like watch the extras. Notepad. Jeff Johns is on there. Yeah. Jeff was Richard Donner's oh, assistant yeah, I know. back I did, in, I saw Jim Lee was on it. Yeah. They were all on the little half-hour making yeah. of the legacy. Yeah. So, I mean, know. it would have, honestly, what? not to cut on them or whatever, it would have been nice, I think... What was the uh, the the stuff that spun out of Convergence was Jurgens and uh, um, Peter well, Tomasi? Yeah, they brought developing the Super Sons yeah. concept and whatever. And in a way, I think was there they no would credit been, to them? Well, I'm just saying they would have been. Well, Super Sons existed in yeah, the that was one of the stories. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I but I mean, the they Super developed Sons. what was the template that probably closer aligns with this. Those are the guys that should have been talking about Superman on that talking yeah, heads. Thing. But the, you've got Hollywood; they're not going to. Yeah. And Jeff, Jeff is there because he's an ex, one of the executive yeah, producers. Jim Lee was there because he's the publisher yeah. now. Yeah. But but I mean, you know, I just always felt like. Uh, but you know what? They don't want to do that because then that kind of slaps the writers of the show in the face. It's like, well, you're not doing anything; you're just taking their uh, ideas and rewriting. Well, I mean, it. I don't think there's. You know me, right? Yeah. I don't yeah, think yeah. there's anything wrong with giving people credit right. or name checking somebody. I mean, I don't feel like if I name check somebody who came up with something that that diminishes what I did. But a lot of people feel that way. I don't feel that way. I feel like well, you, you give know, everybody how far some do you shine go back, off, though. You give everybody a little bit of time in the spotlight. Because I remember I was just reading uh, Jesse Simon, who's Joe Simon's grandson. Right. He's like going on about the Winter Soldier and Falcon starting. Right. Out. He's like, well, there wouldn't be a Winter Soldier if my grandfather didn't create Bucky Barnes. Right. That's true. In the comic. I know, but at one point you're like, yeah, but then you don't want to take away from Ed Brubaker, who came up but with a brilliant does. story See, that's the thing. that rewrote it, the but thing Brubaker's is, not on the show. Right, but the thing is, the credit stuff, I don't feel like, I mean, I could see the company being a, having a problem with it because they might think, well, oh, it's about guy, money. Yeah. It's all about money. But comic book credits on TV shows or whatever, as opposed to everybody else who runs in that scroll, mm. everybody else's credit is contractually... Designated. In other words, if you're the the guy who gets donuts for the crew, yeah, or you're the person who or, drives yeah. or whatever, those people all have credits because somewhere there's a contract that says that's yeah. Comic people are there by the grace of goodwill of whoever. Pretty much. So so it, it's not like you're getting money for it. 
So credit is better than money in some respects. Is that why it just says special thanks to? Yeah. Instead of contributing, because yeah. if you contribute, it wasn't expected to be well, again, though, paid for that contribution. Writers Guild dictates writers' credits. Yes. Um, all the other unions probably have a, a, a say in what happens. So when you look at it and you go transportation person or monkey wrangler yeah, yeah, or whatever, yeah, yeah, yeah. these people are contractually there. It always bothers me, but you were, we had no control or say in it. Mm. Like Man of Steel, when that came, I'm watching the credits, I'm going, it's not unlikely that I could get a credit because I yeah. co-created Professor Hamilton. Right. Why wouldn't there be something? But there was nothing. No. And but that then they didn't come happen to a point. until Jeff Johns got into the executive ranks and Jeff put our credits and stuff. All right. So, I mean, for that alone, Jeff gets the thumbs up. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah. Because, again, it depends. On, it's like being having a patron. You know what I mean? Someone who says, okay, yeah, I'm going to... Give you money, go ahead and make this. Yeah. Right. Oh, by the way, my kid, you know, your kid who delivered my newspaper for three weeks in the yeah. snowstorm, that was a good job. Like the Sistine Chapel, they all go about Michelangelo, but they don't talk about the Medici family who hired him. To paint the Sistine Chapel, I don't care. That's about where that. the money came from. No, care. but I'm I saying would, there was a lot of other no, artists no, who were just as talented, but, but they didn't get the job. Who helped Michelangelo? He didn't do it by himself. No, God gave him talent. That's no, I'm where saying, it comes like, from. He probably had people helping him. Yeah, he learned from Leonardo da Vinci. No, I'm saying somebody was grinding paint for yeah. him. Somebody was yeah, probably painting big areas. Yeah. Artists yeah. work on. He credit. just put X's where he wanted the blacks to go. Yeah, I wanted you to put red here. Put the red here. Paint yeah, by numbers. Exactly. Exactly. I just come in and like you know blend yeah. the paint a little bit. But you understand, there's always so many names you can put on a scroll for the well, credits. Have you, you ever see, seen some of the credits well, on those movies? They're ten minutes long. If you watch those, and again, I, I do. To, but I'm saying I'm, like, one of those I'm using the example of gopher. Yeah. Yeah. yeah second assistant. Yeah, 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 yeah. Driver. The driver had no. nothing to do with the, what's on screen. Yeah, oh, but no. the. Comic artist or writer who created a character clearly has a lot okay. to do with what's on screen. Well, at what point do you stop, though? Do you put Lynn Varley's name up there because she did the inks or whatever on the Dark Knight book? Well, it had a certain look to it. Do you put Olaf in there when he came up with the color design? For you I mean, there comes a point. Well, but, but I mean, like with well, the Dark Knight, the color of that book was clearly influential enough yes, the blues the and the grays of what they've done in cartoons so, I've never so seen that not? credit but I'm saying it's all voluntary so in other words somebody's saying hey you buddy I'm going to give you a credit which is cool yeah but then there's an expectation with the handout saying well where's my money Most uh, people, a pat on the back Jack is nice Kirby, but a, a dollar in your wallet's for better for years I guarantee you well they wanted clearly some money for the creations Jack Kirby wanted credit yeah he wanted the world to know that it wasn't just Stan Lee creating right. everything okay. and I'm sure Ditko felt the same way they wanted credit yes money is a side issue that's a totally different issue mm -hmm. credit is important to everybody mm -hmm. I always felt like when I'm watching like a show say okay. even how about even, WandaVision here we go you WandaVision, WandaVision there's a, a creator it says a Matt creator. Shackman or something no, 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 or whatever yeah, the guy right. no but they go but he didn't Scarlet create, Witch created by Stanley the show together Stanley and Jack Kirby right, right? But right. it says vision created by Roy Thomas and John Basima. Right. Or should it be Jack Kirby and, Jack Joe, Kirby Simon? and Joe Simon because right. they created the original right. vision, which they just adapted right. the look for. And, right. oh, they turned him into a robot. Right. But that was the switch. But, right. but you know. what's the difference? Why does it? I don't If know. you added five but, names to the scroll, but if you added five names to the scroll, what would it matter? 
it would mean, matter a lot to, to the their five family. families. Yeah. yeah, but to the every John Q. Public, you'd be like, yeah, okay. That's it mattered to me when, when we saw uh, the, when the credits, credits for a new mutants. For like ten minutes. No, it doesn't they, really they, matter. No, but remember they spelled yeah. um, Bob McCloud's right, name wrong, right, right. and I was like, "Hey, man, that's not right." <laughs> it's like, get the name right for God's sake. Well, hopefully, Bob changed his it. social media to correct. No, no, no. They fixed it on the search uh, for him. The they find him. No, but it was kind of a slap in the face because it's like it takes two seconds to type the guy's name in. Just spell check it, okay? Oh, I, I mean, you know, I worked on plenty of printed material where you proof checked everything, you know. Made sure everything was spelled right. Well, my very first uh, credit on All Star Squadron. You spelled with a G or a Len J? Ween spelled my name wrong. Really? J E R I instead of J E R I. Oh, you're like Jerry. Jeremiah. Uh, who's the uh, girl that was married to Mick Jagger? Oh, that was Jerry Hall. Jerry Hall. Yeah. But I'm saying, like, that's that felt like. Do you think everybody should get credit for whatever they do, Sarah? No. See? Right there? I, I mean, think they should. Okay. No, Jerry, who creates comic characters, says when they bring them to TV and movies, there should be a, a credit at the end. Saying, oh, that? Yes. Okay. But I just meant, like, if you go and do a good deed, like help an old okay, woman no, across no, the no, street, no, I'm no. like... You should no just do that to... no matter what. Exactly. No. That's what yeah. I thought you meant. But I, like, no, I'm talking about, oh, like, artwork? if you made something. I feel like artwork is constantly or music getting... Or yeah, or any... Some uh, creations... People, it's constantly being like thrown out in the world without any credentials of like who did it, yeah. where it came from. Yes. Like you need to acknowledge, th- acknowledge yeah. the artist behind it. That, that actually happened to. Remember, I was telling you about Johnny Epco, Afro. Yes, did, yeah, the guy with the video. Comedy game Central stuff. did that to him, where they put on YouTube one of they featured one of his you know short animated. They never credited him. No one they just took it. Everyone who knows terrible. his work went to it and was like, "This is who made this." If anyone's looking for it. You could not know a lick of well, That's kind of cold to take someone's but people work do that. and just put yeah. it on there and go, hey, they man. They do that on, like, online. You'll see somebody oh, when you see an artwork? someone's image, yeah. and then they'll sell it as a shirt well, or something. I always feel it's bad like, if somebody puts a piece yeah. of art up and I like it, and I put I go, thanks to whoever, where right. I got yeah. it from. Because or, like, watermark it or I didn't something. make it. Yeah, yeah. watermark it. Yeah, exactly. No, I totally I agree with that part. All right, that's, here's Jerry. Yes. All right. Well, because that's, again, I was telling him, I said it's not about even about money as much as validation that hey this I did this or I created this or your family or I gave can go look my dad made that character yeah. or what if you I mean no one's going to get rich off of any of those little things no. they've got too what many good contracts what if someone genuinely likes your artwork and all that and let's say like, I want more of this person where do how I are go they going to know yeah. I was telling you, we were talking about it before when I was at the when the Batman vs. Superman movie came out we got to see the screening at Radio City it was like the the premiere premiere yeah. wow and then they had an after party in like a fancy nightclub kind of place and I was in there and there's like hundreds of other people and I was looking around and I'm thinking to myself you know I was like really thrilled wow this is kind of cool that I get invited to this and then I was like looking around and going what did these other people have to do with this movie they have no idea and it's like yeah I should have been invited because they built like a third of the movie around stuff that that you came up with Yeah, yeah yeah So, I mean, artists always undervalue themselves for the yeah. most part, you know, and I think most people just want that credit, mm. you know. You just want validation that, yeah, this didn't I'm come getting out noticed nowhere. for what I'm doing. All the hard yeah. work you put in is being recognized and appreciated. Well, in most, in most cases, the stuff was done in, say, like it, for me, a lot of these things that they're using on TV were things that I worked on in the 80s or 90s, yeah. you know. So it's like I'm kind of on the outside edges of comic books, 
no one's calling me right, right, right. to offer yeah. me stuff. Yeah. So it's like the very least you can do is say, hey, yeah, that came from this guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah you yeah. know, yeah. exactly. So no, I totally I agree. That's um, and hey. also, well, I was thinking back to your after the after party of the screening. Maybe everyone should have had like a little name tag, oh, they like were? their name and what they did. I'm Jerry Ridley. I created the ben guy Affleck. you just played. Yeah, Ben Affleck. <laughs> Who's the one that you told me sat on the couch and just played with Jesse Eisenberg? Jesse Eisenberg. He wasn't, no, he was just sitting very uncomfortably on the couch. Like he didn't want to be there? And my daughter, who didn't want to be there either, Rachel they sat was next to each other. She sat on the, the arm of the couch, yeah. and she just looked at her phone. And I just remember going, oh, if only I would take a picture yeah, of that, Jesse except Eisenberg, I don't want to yeah. intrude yeah. on somebody's privacy, but it was funny. Oh, my gosh, if only. Did she know at the time? Who she was? didn't care. She didn't uh. care. Funny because, I, you know, Ben Affleck was, you know... I don't remember, but but we saw Amy uh, Amy Adams come yep, by, yep. and uh, how about Henry Cavill? I didn't see him at that, but he probably was there. Yeah, well, he might we not have been at the time. after party yeah. though. Yeah, we met him after Super the other good. show, but but was it's just funny. The doctor? I didn't see her either, but I did talk briefly to to Zack Snyder. Oh, okay. While we were getting food, which is kind of funny, yeah. but um, but again, you know, you're looking around, and I'm talking to these other people, and I'm like. I was sitting in a corner talking to these two younger ladies. Yeah. And one worked for Michael Shannon as oh, an assistant. General Zod. And he wasn't yeah. there. Oh, Shannon. But one worked there? for Michael Shannon. The other one worked for like one of the book publishers. Okay. So it was like, okay. Why are well, they there? I'm here. I kind of understand it. But then there's probably hundreds of people here who had nothing to do with anything. They're just going to be there fire. just yeah. because. And they're not all press. You know yeah, what I mean? They it wasn't glom like, on. Yeah. Because it was a Hollywood event. Anyway, Superman and Lois was a good show. We're back well, here's a that. question for you. What? Have you been watching any of the other... Uh, CWs? Um, well, you were talking about WandaVision before. Oh, yeah, I watched that. I'm going to be tonight at 3 a.m. I really like the... Uh, well, she, she used to be Captain Marvel. Now she's... Oh, Photon? She was Photon. Now I think they're using a different name for her. I don't... They have a like name Phaser yet. or something. Phase, no, in yeah. the comics, apparently, oh, 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 I guess. Oh, oh, oh. They must have... But she's got light powers. Yes. But I really like the actress. Yes. And I was watching the first, when she first shows up, I'm going, wow, she looks so familiar. Where was she from? She's from Mad Men. She's Don Draper's secretary. Oh, I didn't watch Mad Men. Oh, it was great. It was a great arc. And she's so, she's a really good actress. Especially like It was cool though, because I heard that they're going to make a Captain Marvel 2. And she's been supposed to be in it. Is she in it? Yeah, 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 does it take place nowadays? Oh. Well, that'd be interesting. Yeah, yeah. And I thought, that, like I said, it's always fun. Because there was see... a weird scene where she gave a dirty look to the guy that mentioned Captain Marvel. Because she's like, well, Captain Marvel didn't help my mother. Right. Or right. Who was her friend. Right. And she was dying of cancer. Because she was gone She was for gone all those, years, all those yeah. years. And she shows up to save the world from Thanos. But she's, I really like her as yeah. an actress. I think she's great. And So the guy's in Garrett. What? Jimmy Woo. I like him. Jimmy Woo is great. He's, um. um Catherine yeah. Hahn is a great actress. What was she in, though? She was in a ton of Everyone's stuff. Everyone's talking about how great she is. I go, I know her, but I can't place where exactly. She was in a bunch of movies. She was in, she had an HBO show where really? she played the mom of a kid who was going off to college. And this lonely, you know, anybody who, there's stuff that as a parent, you understand. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Like when your kids leave, you feel this, right. you do really feel this no, emptiness. yeah, absolutely, yeah. Because they're dependent on you for all these years. And then, and then suddenly they're yeah. Um, it was an HBO show last year that obviously maybe didn't get renewed or whatever. I didn't, I didn't know where um, she was from. But she's been in a bunch of stuff before that. She's really got a good comedy timing and stuff, but she's been in dramas as well. Yeah. No, it's good. 
And tomorrow, it's only got two episodes left. Yeah. So you and got then the some, Winter Soldier starts. Winter Soldier right starts. After. Well, it's going to be two episodes of Wandavision, and then there's a week off where they showed the making of Wandavision. Those like online. Like yeah, they yeah. did with Mandalorian, right, right? And then the following week is when uh, yeah. Winter Soldier is. Well, that's good. Starts. That's what I signed up for Disney. Yeah, Plus and then for right after that, it took ends, them a year to, to get that. Right after that ends, then we get Loki starts. Loki, and then, and then after Loki starts, well, no, I heard what if, and then. Oh, okay. So you're gonna get, that's what exactly. That's it wasn't what we for COVID. signed up for. Yeah, right. no one had COVID coming. Well, but when they they were originally gonna do like week after week after week, but they had to shut down Falcon and Winter Soldier. And instead, I spent a for year for Mandalorian. That's the only thing yeah, I, I watched. I know. I didn't watch anything else on Disney. Neither did I. I watched the making of the Mandalorian. That, that's but serious. I watched that. After, I watched after some the documentaries season. on the, the making season. of Walt Disney yeah. World, which was interesting. Well, there's but, a show too. The Marvel thing has been. Yeah, the and, Marvel six one six, and then there's behind the mask. That's a new one, right? Yeah. yeah, I haven't seen those. That was a good one. I told you they had the old seventies footage from uh, Larry Hama and Chris Priest, all those guys. How they used well, to was Christopher Jim Priest wasn't he like an eighties guy? It was 70s. I they go back to Jim Owsley days. But I remember then, it yeah. being 80s. Okay. Yeah, they talk about how he worked on Power Man and Iron Fist and well, Larry Hammond working on uh, Carlin started in the early 80s. Right. Maybe 81 or something at Marvel. Yeah. He was Mark Grunewald's assistant. Yeah. And uh, he had great stories from that time because they did Cheap Laughs. And that was their Monty Python the public type access show. show. They did it on the public access, right. there, and Grunwald was, you know, like mastermind. But yeah, they yeah, did yeah. they did stupid spoofs, and apparently, I mean, if those are available anywhere, are they on YouTube? They might be. Burn. Burns on them. Yeah, yeah. People would any of the comic guys would act in them, whether good or bad, and they were re- they're really pretty terrible. But like yeah. you had mentioned about your. Oh, my show public did, access show? It's yeah, the it same sloppy. stuff. It's yeah. really crappy stuff. It was but like bad SCTV. It's probably yeah. fun from a comic fan to see, oh, here's John Byrne oh, in yeah, 1981 yeah, or two yeah, yeah. or Ralph something. Ralph Macchio. Here's, here's Jim Not Shooter. the Ralph Macchio. Right. The other Ralph Macchio. The well, he used to call him, he was Ralph Macchio. Macchio. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, so it's it's fun. Uh, there's certainly footage from that time frame. Yeah. DC, oh, by the way. There's a lot of DC footage, which you don't realize. DC did... The Superman year of '87. Yeah, they spent uh, big bucks. What the they 50th anniversary for the 50th anniversary? DC hired an outside agency, right, for one year from '87. Um, can't remember if it was what time frame though. It was like it started with around when the Time Magazine thing. Yeah, it was been like February ish. Yeah. Was I think I was just in? I want to say I was just in Connecticut. I, I moved in in March, beginning of March, right. like that. So the Time Magazine thing happened really quickly there. It appeared in June yeah. on Time Magazine. Then there was a Smithsonian. The Smithsonian thing ran for a year, special exhibit. Culminated at the end of that year, 77. With the release with of the Superman party. 4. Well, it was a big party at the Puck Building yeah. in Manhattan. Yeah. It was a Superman 50th anniversary party, which yeah. was really cool. Yeah. And tons of there's news footage from that time because Mayor Koch spoke. Yep, yep. And but there's I have tons of pictures. Everybody took pictures. Then Dana Carvey did the Superman 50th documentary oh. for CBS. Oh, okay. And uh, but there's archival stuff from that time. There's a lot of cameras on stuff. The Superman convention ran in Cleveland, uh, which in these Metropolis, guys you mean? no in Cleveland. Oh, in Cleveland. They did this convention. Um, 
No, because Siegel and Schuster were there. Yeah, it was, yeah, DC wasn't officially a sponsor because these right. guys were a little bit fly by night. They yeah, knew yeah, they yeah, were yeah. going to lose money. Yeah, but they wanted to do it because it was Siegel and Schuster. Right, right, right. Um, there's tons of pictures from there. We did a parade through the town. Really? Yeah, it was I'm a crazy Superman parade. Carlin and I sitting in the back of a van of a yeah. pickup truck on chairs, waving, waving to people, people lying in the streets. Really? To throw beads. I was on the Good Morning Cleveland with Kurt oh, Swan. Wow. There you go. Kurt and I were both on there. I was drawing. Kurt was uh, doing an interview. Yeah. Um, all that footage is on YouTube. Is it? Yep. Just got to Google Superman. So 50th. people, I mean, what, what's cool about that was Jerry Siegel was still alive. Joe Schuster was still alive. But, I mean, Jerry Siegel was there, I believe. Joe Schuster, I think, was too ill to travel. Right. Um, but it was, it's an amazing, that was like an amazing little microcosm of a year yeah. that there's a lot of footage of. Right. Um, but yeah, I mean, you can look this stuff up on YouTube and people, will, every so often, they'll put it up on Twitter. They'll say, hey, rare interview with Kurt Swan. Right, right, right. And uh, there's me drawing in the background. Yeah, there you go. Do you have a mustache stick. then? Probably. Oh, there's Jerry and his mustache. That was the evil Jerry. <laughs> no, then you have the goatee in the 2000s. Yeah. And the odds, as they call them. And now I'm clean shaven. Yeah. What would you, what's the only thing they haven't done to Superman that they could do on this new TV show that hasn't been done before? Well... They gave him kids. They gave, lost his job. What else could happen? I here? don't think of it in terms of that. I don't think... No, like, I think they, they have to keep updating the character. Well, they... I mean, one of the things that we did in the comic was we had his power stripped away. Yeah. Um, and we did it for a couple of months in the stories. The thing that would be cool that they could do would be really to do the Krypton Man story where he's basically, depends on how they portray Krypton, but in the Byrne retelling, Krypton was this kind of cold, sterile world, very science-based. It was almost Spock, like Spock's world. Like Vulcan. Yeah. So um, that was the only thing that we did was to contrast with him having a human upbringing. Yeah. This humanity is what made him what he was. Right. Anybody else from Krypton wouldn't necessarily be a good person or right. a someone who could blend into society with rights, morals, and, yeah, yeah, and whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and we did that storyline with the Krypton Man, where he basically t- kind of gets taken over by the the uh, personality he if he like hadn't been raised. non-emotional computer type yeah, of guy. Yeah. yeah. Right. No, I watch it. And I go, okay, now he's going to be like everybody else, and then. They did mention meth labs in Smallville, which I was like, okay, now you're really pushing it. Because what, what else is next? It's like, yeah, Pete Ross got busted for a child porn ring. There's going to be like, a, what are a, you doing? Maybe there'll be a Walter White uh, cameo. Oh, me, a meth lab. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bring, well, that's what I was saying. I was like, how, how realistic do they want to make it? Well, when know? we did it back in the 80s, early 90s, I did a story. Um, we did a bunch of stories that were tied to Smallville that were meant to connect to middle America away from the coast because a lot of times the media and the shows even tend to focus on Los Angeles or California right I mean uh, Los Angeles or New York City and there's that whole space in between yeah and uh, when we did Smallville stories we like when I did I remember one storyline which may or may not be well liked but I had a, a Native American aspect to it because it was Ostensibly Kansas. Yeah. So there were there were tribes, Native American tribes that were there historically, but then right. there were also reservations in these areas too. 
and <clears throat> the idea of that always intrigued me and you know I always thought that was they had something kind of on Smallville, the TV show. Remember, there was this whole... Well, they had the cave. The cave, the cave yeah, right, the right, right, right. The ancient things. Stuff. Yeah, right, yeah, right. Yeah. So, I mean, there's... They tried to do something. That's a way of, yeah. of opening the world, our world, you know what I mean, rather than just doing Krypton stuff. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah, like, yeah. oh, these people may have been here earlier. Right. Or may have sent probe ships. Yeah, 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 yeah. All that stuff is stuff you can do in a comic book that maybe in a movie it's too much information. Yeah. But, like, you, why would... Why would Jor-El choose Earth no, but I specifically? I, I, if I recall, I might be mistaken. I haven't watched it in a long time. I did think they said something about Smallville where they did open a portal where he checked into it to see what the Earth was like. and That's how they yeah, selected I Earth. Mean, again, that's stuff you can do in a comic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, if you're, it'd be like us sending probes to Mars. Yeah, to look for pizza. You're looking, yeah. right, you're at Mars. Yeah, there's no Sarah, there there's of, no Colony Grill. So is there we're signs not there. of beer yeah. and pizza? Yeah, exactly. Because, of course, beer, beer and pizza would be what ruined the civilization. That's exactly what happens. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, we must have been talking six days now. So here's the news for you. Uh-oh. Batman 89? I got a call for, or an email from the editor asking me to do a cover. Is this supposed to be on? I, I, haven't, well, I, mean, I haven't heard any more. All I just I'm going to say is they're <laughs> taking Jerry. Remember the movie Batman with Michael Keaton? Jerry made the comic book version of it in 1989, and they're bringing it back. Some covers? A cover? I don't a know. cover. Yeah. Well, that's good. Nice. Look right? at you. Well, that's the 30th anniversary of the movie came out a couple right. of years ago, and they weren't going to reprint the book. I was like, don't you think they should reprint Jerry's original book? And then Kevin Smith yeah. said, oh, my God, well, yeah, I, was, I read that. And everybody started chiming in. I was, it was posting all arts. Right. I had posting scans of pages and saying, hey, I have all the artwork. And then they said, oh, wow, all these people want it. You might as well print it. Because for yeah. every one person that complains, there's ten other people that are thinking but the same thing. But if it didn't thing, get traction, you know? I don't think they would pay attention. That one got, that I one think got, I showed you. That like one took off, I remember 100,000 or more, yeah. 200,000 retweets and yeah, likes man. and stuff. And they're so. selling this thing for 15, 20 yeah. bucks a pop. Yeah. That's a couple million bucks yeah. right there, you know? Not what? for me. Not for you, but I for the I company. Could, well, why isn't, aren't the companies thinking? Who knows? I mean, I'm I sure know. there's part of that. I don't think it's personal necessarily. No. no. But like on the Superman and Lois show that was on, there's a new TV there's a show. There's a new TV on the CW. show started this week. Oh really? Um, yeah. I'm sucked into one. They're married. Right now. Oh, I know. We're talking about that. That's like two more episodes. Like yeah. with the Superman and Lois thing, I was the guy who got him engaged. Yeah, and on the so show now they're the, married with teenage, two teenage boys. But I'm saying like that was a big deal back in whatever it was, 1991. Yeah. We yeah. were like doing a storyline where he was going to propose and she was going to say no, and as I was drawing it, I, I said. This feels bogus. And yeah. I called yeah. up the editor and I said, what if she says yes? Oh, it's we can't 50 have her years marry of history, yeah. But, you know, they can have an engagement for 50 years. It wouldn't yeah. matter, mm. but it felt Another like it was... Like I know, honest, I've been picking them off. It felt like an honest kind of thing to do, and that's why it happened. It didn't happen because wow. somebody in the company said, let's do this, and yet... So, yeah. so yeah. Superman got married to Lois Lane. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, it, again, it's not like I care that I'm like, oh, but it would be nice if someone said, hey, yeah, that's, that's where that first thanks came from. Thanks to Jerry for thinking You know what? I'll reactivate my Twitter, and I'll tweet that out. There you if go. I have just maybe five people who follow me, like, <laughs> you know like, what? I'll what? tweet it out. <laughs> just to get some recognition. Because those are cool fun facts. Those are, like, things I would want to hear at trivia. You know, like, when you do, like, trivia nights, like... Yeah. Just things that should be known that not maybe everyone knows, but it's right. like 
who decided that they were actually going to get married? Who decided that you're still super? We won't go there because that's a whole other ugly story. Jerry used to say every year, like, what should we do? And Jerry goes, why don't we just kill him? Ah, you're nuts. And then one day they were like, you know, that's not a bad idea. Let's just kill him. Well, we started these started big charts on the wall. Like, we have what to, else could we have do to yeah. try to coordinate like three other ti- all three Superman titles? Yep. Or four. Yeah. To make them so that one guy wasn't doing something that wouldn't be in the next issue yeah. or whatever. It's like a big soap sure opera. And yeah. we'd have like maybe sometimes 12 pieces of paper charts, one for each month. Mm-hmm. And we'd walk into the room and it's like, okay, you got to fill these charts. That was your job. And yeah. I'd say, okay, very last one. Superman dies. The end. Yeah, that that's became it. like a running joke, just to put something on the wall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it, that became. And then actually became a and story. Then I'd say that I will keep that up. Let's <laughs> call Superman. Yeah, like, hey, that's not a, that's crazy, but it just might work. <laughs> Somebody was talking about the the randomness of any kind of thing like that. Yeah. Because they were saying it was an article about like someone doing something that was like not planned, but just right. happened just by because accident. of all the yeah. things that were in the air at the time. And it was kind of fascinating because basically it it proves that no matter how much marketing expertise, how much money you throw at it's something, you cannot buy a success. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? You can't buy something that grabs somebody's attention to no, all make this it stuff's into a like thing. that. All this stuff is yeah. like right time, right place. You don't know. Why it's did this work today random. when that didn't work? You know, and all was, the components are there. It should be, oh, this should be a hit. It's like winning the lottery. Exactly. There's really no, and it's not It's always, always a toothless guy in a mobile home the, down yeah, in Appalachia. The, the funny yeah. thing was the article was... Sorry for any toothless listeners that <laughs> might be living in Appalachia. The article was interesting because it was talking about how... It's randomness. And it, like, for example, they were talking about a, uh, I think it was a... Yeah, it was, it was, it was referring to a, a singer, yeah. a guy who was like in... White Snake or some band. White Snake. I don't know if it was White Snake. I'm remembering. David something. But it was somebody who eventually killed himself. Oh, geez. so this guy. Band. Yeah, yeah, okay. The guy delivered the album to the to the uh, the music company. Yes. The music company said, "I'm not hearing a single." Yeah. Come up with a single. The and. guy wrote. Might have been. Whatever it was, he wrote something within the space of an hour. They recorded it, and it became their biggest hit. And so, for twenty some years after that, he had to play that, even though he didn't like it. Yeah. And they were the article. The point of the article was, you don't choose what you're getting to be known for. Right. So you might think, here's my better work, but here's what I'm known for. But right. You still have to accept the fact that fans love stuff. Yes. And you have to either play along. Or, or be the guy who never plays it or right. never refers Dancing to it. Dancing in the Dark, where Springsteen, big hit, only came about because John Landau called them up and said, we don't have a right. pop song right. to play on the radio. Right. Go back and write one. And he said, I don't. I right. gave you Born in the USA. Right. That's right. it. No, you got to have a hit right. song. So he wrote that, and if I recall, in one night but in a hotel room. It. No, because the crowds love it because he goes along with it. One guy, but he talks about how it was not one of those songs right. that... He was a big fan well, of, and if you listen really, to it, it says it. It says, you know, yeah, no, it's, you it's can't start a right. fire without a spark, right, even if right. we're just dancing in the dark. It's basically saying, here, right, here's your hit. But that was the story with this hair metal band, and this yeah. guy apparently the song tortured him because he'd have to play it and then, at all the concerts because it was their best known show or best known song. And then at some point, he said, like "That's in, it." Yeah, I'm with a recent couple of years or whatever, he just committed suicide. Uh, I don't know who. I'll ask. I'll, I'll, I it was just on uh, online within the last couple of days, and I. Thought, uh, but it, the actual concept of it was interesting because you do you really 
unless you're no, I know people Mark just David get Chapman, you one thing. Exactly. You're not choosing the thing you're, you're right. You know what I mean, unless you're, you're killing somebody. You're going to be known for it. I hear you. Um, like, there's the Trificon guy. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> hey, Mr. Trificon, who's coming to the show? Why don't you leave me alone, damn you? All I remember Kids. Mitch Alec from was he was really an asshole. He to was. Me. He that was one total time ass. Yeah. yeah. That has happened. All right. All right. So you're going to be doing the Batman 89. That's what you were talking cover, about. Yeah, yeah. A cover. What, you, what is the deal with that? It's going to be online first and then it goes out to press? Or Yeah, I guess it was there. I think they were saying it was digital first, maybe. Yeah. So they might be doing it digitally and then maybe collecting it. I That's don't know. cool. All right. And this doesn't happen until July, I think, right? I have no idea. It's somewhere in the summer. And then, you know, then there's Superman 78. You know what's funny is last night, well, not to extend this too long, but what? last night I watched um, season three, the first, like, six episodes of the Superman show from the 50s. Yeah. Again, you're watching that again? I watched the first couple watched seasons. Uh, yeah, I didn't yeah, yeah. watch the whole thing. I had oh, okay. one, two. I remember you mentioned it yeah, before yeah. you watched it. Yeah. So these are the color ones. Yeah. And that's when they're really it's goofy. It's hard not to watch those and come up with stories. Yeah. Because the premises are interesting. They're just like stupid. Yeah, because it's a low budget 50s and, TV And show. I kept thinking like, I think it would be more interesting to do Superman, Superman 57, 57 in a way because... Number one, you got like the time frame, which yeah. was a different time frame. Yeah, you know, 1957. You were kind of like out of, we're out of Korea. Yeah. We're kind of like in a, in a, a, a zone limbo where between we're not down the war. 60s. Right, yeah. and the yeah. 60s are like totally radical. Right. So we're still kind of like at the end. We're in the Ozzy and Harriet era. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. It'd be kind of interesting. Yeah. You know, because you'd be like, like like the movie Pleasantville or something. Yeah. The yeah, contrast yeah, yeah. That would be good. Maybe that's the next thing to happen. They've done them all now. I mean, I just was thinking, like, the, the people, a lot of comic fans still harken back to that. Yeah, because that used to be the Superman I watched when I was a kid. Yeah. Yeah. Because well, it was on TV. It was on and, Channel yeah, 11. Yeah. And it was live action. It right? was. Um, it's just funny, because I was watching these going, like, the premises are very funny, and Weisinger is credited in its yeah. story editor yeah. in this at the very end. Superman appears every month. But, in, I mean, in the, in the credits. In the national cred- periodicals. Or Weisinger, you know, story editor. And I know that they yeah. brought him in. At some point, by because it was Whitney Elsworth. All I remember is the music, because yeah. they would use that for the commercials. Oh yeah, yeah. Like dun But it would be flying with his hands out. And they had the re- <laughs> I mean, they had to redo the opening because it was black and white in the other one. So they had, oh yeah, a, yeah, yeah, a yeah, New yeah. shot of a, of yeah. a locomotive stock footage. And the uh, when he's on the planet, who yeah. disguised as a mild mannered reporter right. fights for truth, justice, and no, Again, the premise is it's That's the Superman I always think of, honestly. I don't think of Christopher Reeves. I always think of Christopher Reeves. No, I think of George Reeves. But yeah, the premise is interesting. We're done, lady. Come on. I mean, we could stay all day, but he's like, oh, it's only 3 o'clock. I go, my God. The poor girl wants to go home. I don't go home until 4, so. Okay, we'll stay another hour. Come on. The things that wouldn't leave. (laughs) Can you change the music for us, please? I think you've been liking it. I do like the music. Yes. I always keep quiet about it. If you guys it. serve coffee, you know... We oh, yeah, Jerry, that, right? Jerry would never go. <laughs> That's what everyone always says, but I think they don't do coffee specifically, so, so they don't go don't home. Sit. We'll stop it. We're out of here now. Good night, everybody. <laughs> this has been a production of Big Fedora Marketing, LLC. The folks that bring you the terrific Comic-Con, GamerCon, and so much more. Thanks for listening.